Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. NC State coach Dave Doran will join us live in about 15 minutes. His undefeated Wolfpack heading to Clemson to face the undefeated Clemson Tigers. Only Alabama, Ohio State, and Notre Dame, other than Clemson and NC State, remain unbeaten among the Power Five teams, if you will. There is another really big game this weekend between Coastal Division contenders. David Cutcliffe of Duke, who joins us now, as always, to talk life, sports, football, and his Blue Devils. This time, the Devils are 5-1 and one as they host a UVA team that also has only one loss in conference play and is fresh off the Cavaliers, uh, that upset of a nationally ranked Miami team in Charlottesville over the weekend. Duke coming off the win at Georgia Tech. Coach Cut, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I am good, David. You know, I have been... Um of course, watching Virginia, but one of the games watching with interest uh, is uh, their NC State game. And um, NC State really is playing really well. I haven't had a game where we, you know, when you play conference opponents often, you start seeing the other opponents you're going to play yeah. against. Hadn't seen Clemson yet, a little bit on television, but uh that is a great matchup, and I can tell you we got to we got to make it a great matchup here. Virginia's playing really well. Um, that Miami game wasn't an accident. They they won that football game. You know they beat Miami, and that's not easy to do with a team as talented as Miami is. Great matchup at Wallace Wade, Virginia at Duke on Saturday. Let me ask you to put that uh, color commentator's hat on for a second as NC State visits Clemson. Uh, Dabo Sweeney's won three straight ACC titles. He gets them to the college football playoff. Uh, but Dave Doran is coming off of his best year at NC State and has what you often have at Duke, a star quarterback in Ryan Finley. When you think of what what is required for an upset, right? I mean, it, it's hard to get top five victories, especially on the road. What usually, in your eyes, is the key for a team like NC State to go to a place like Death Valley and figure out a way to beat the number three team in the nation? Well, I, I think it sets up pretty good for NC State. Um they're, they're, you know, they lost a lot of really good defensive players a year ago. Everybody's aware of that, but they're playing good, solid defense. Uh, so there, there's a big part of that is they've got to limit Clemson's explosive play. Yeah. Um, and Clemson's very capable of producing those. The other thing offensively, I, I think Ryan Finley's terrific, but you just can't turn the ball over. Um, you, you, you're not going to just go down and go up and down the field on a defense like Clemson. Right. So sometimes it takes an extreme discipline to take care of the ball, and then you take advantage of the opportunities you have to score points. And I think Ryan Finley's doing a good job of that. He's extremely accurate, uh, extremely accurate, and uh, he, he, t he takes good care of the football, and the, the backs and receivers will tuck it away, and they just, just be patient enough to take what they give them. And that kind of experience at quarterback and they've got a shot at going down there and playing really well. And, you know, we all know that they've been real close to beating them anyway, you know. Yeah. So um, I think it's a great, great matchup. Uh, college football has been certainly dominated by a lot of programs over this playoff span. I'm aware of that. But at the same time, you see the gap closing everywhere all the time. It really is. It's an interesting – I think our, our regular season is the best regular season in sports. So – those are the type games that prove that. 
David Cutcliffe is joining us, the 2013 National College Football Coach of the Year. That year, he took the Devils all the way to the ACC title game as the champions of the Coastal Division. Coach, this year, since y'all are literally halfway through your regular season with five wins and only one loss, do you guys still talk about preseason goals like winning your division? Because as I look at it, on the one hand, the Hokies are 3-0 and in, in conference play and already have a head-to-head win over you. But on the other hand, the unpredictability factor is really, really high. Uh, and, and the winner of your game against UVA, uh, whoever comes out of that, Cavs or Devils, to me, still has very realistic dreams of trying to win a Coastal Division title and make it to the ACC title game. Yeah, we, we definitely have that that goal and in our minds and it's in our, our, our faults and our work, you know, that's where it needs to be. It's got to be in your work all the time. We can't control anything about Virginia tech. It's unimportant at this point. Yeah. Uh, what happens if you don't play well and you don't win, you end up eliminating yourselves. But our team is very focused on trying to be as good as it can possibly be. And, you know, you know, say say you had some magic and you end up winning all the games left and you didn't end up uh, in Charlotte, you're going to end up somewhere pretty good, you know. Um, I can promise you that. So there's a lot of motivation that way. And, and I think all, since we've been here, our team, the, the focus of our goal, first goal is always can, can, can we reach whatever potential we have and can we get better, actually literally visibly get better every week? So you never lose that goal. And um, we're going to always start with that one, but we certainly have Coastal Division and other goals in, in mind. When you think of the matchup against UVA specifically, somehow they've beaten you three times in a row. Sometime, somehow they have bothered your star quarterback, Daniel Jones. Do you take any common thread out of that, or is it just, you know, different reasons on different days? Yeah, well, the, the, the last two, which where Broncos been involved, yeah. defensively I think what they do probably best is that they, they really, whether it's man or zone, and rarely are teams good at both types of coverage, and they are. Um, they, they play better tight coverage. They relate well in zones. They run a bunch of different zones. There's a lot of, you know, just small nuances to what they're doing in zone coverage. And if you don't run the ball with, with, with enough success, which we've, we've done okay, but not as good as we should have, then the pressure falls on your quarterback to have to deal with all of those things I just mentioned. Um, we've also not taken very good care of the football. And then you start pressing. So I think that, that all of that, he's well aware of everything I just said. Uh, we've had that conversation, and it's not an emotional thing. It's just going and preparing and playing. And then your partners, you know, you you got to have players around you helping you. And uh, that's a big part of it, too. So our entire offensive uh, unit has to be prepared to play better for us to win. Including with that win at Georgia Tech, after you described last week the, the just headache challenge that Paul Johnson's triple option is often uh, presenting, uh, that was continuing a theme. I don't know if you described this as your best defensive team through 11 years at Duke, uh, but what can you share about that? Because, you know, Clemson's a really well-rounded team. Uh, I think of the Miami defense, I think of the Wolfpack offense, and I think of your Blue Devils defense 
as the other, you know, sort of closest to a sure thing personnel units that the ACC is offering right now? Yeah, I, I'll tell you why we're, we're better. Just to start with our personnel. Uh, we're deep up front, and we've got talented football players up front. Unfortunately, we've missed off and on a number of those guys, but we've been deep enough and people have stepped up and were versatile enough um, that, that everything in defense starts up front. And then we were deep in the secondary. We're not as deep as we were. We've been hammered pretty hard from injuries. But uh, I knew coming out of spring practice, David, that, that our twos uh, and you know, could play. I mean, we were almost as good in our two defense as we were in our one defense. And I didn't think we were going to have to use all of them, but we have. Um, and we got a lot of good young players. So a lot of energy. And then Ben Albert and Matt Grary and Derek Jones and Lanier Gothi and Kirk Benedict have done a great job with spring practice. And uh, our guys are, are playing at a high level, and we're going to continue that. I have no doubts we're going to continue that. So uh, I'm anxious to see us compete Saturday. Great chance to catch the Blue Devils at Wallace Wade Stadium. They're actually on the road against Pitt and Miami after this one. So catch the 5-1 and one Devils as you can. Uh, UVA at Duke. That's Saturday, 1230, Wallace Wade Stadium. Coach Cut, as always, thank you for the time. Congratulations on the Georgia Tech win, and good luck against the Cavaliers. Thanks, David. Take good care.